Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And today I'm excited to be with my friend Jennifer Jen Estabrooks, General Manager and Co-Owner of Souls in Motion in Dartmouth. Jen has not only a great store to buy the shoes that are right for your feet, but she also has developed a team of professionals to offer their expertise in providing solution products and treatment plans for each customer based on their activity level and abilities. And Salts in Motion is part of an integrated multidisciplinary team approach to the management of healthcare issues. Welcome, Jen. Welcome. Thank you. Now let me talk a little bit about how you got into doing podiatry, foot, leg, sports injury, braces, and how did you get to start your own business? Uh, well, I started, I guess, when I was very young. Uh, both of my parents had medical conditions. So um, my mother had MS before and has had it before I was born. Um, and my dad had a lot of issues with his legs. So growing up, you always worked a lot with the VONs and the nurses, and um, you were always exposed to it. So you always were trying to find out ways of helping people, um, solutions for easier, to make life easier, to keep them as active as possible, uh, but, you know, back in the day, there was not a lot of insurance available, so it was all about coming up with ideas. So from there, I, um, I was actually went into business, and uh, I was a business administrator for a few, quite a few years. And then I decided I went to work for a company in Halifax, uh, which was a medical company. And from there, I started my own business, um, decided to go out on my own. And uh, then I met Dr. Fletcher, who is uh, the co-owner of Souls of Motion as well. And he, we have made like a really good team in putting together a store that looks for solutions and ways to help people uh, that are non-active or non-invasive. So basically, we have two Canadian podorthists, um on staff. What is a pedorthist? So the pedorthist assesses lower limbs and feet, so anything from the knees down with regard to seeing if your alignment's on, if you have, everybody knows about plantar fasciitis and bunions and anything like that. So any kind of foot issues, they all come up with a solution. So it could be a treatment plan, whereas they uh, ask you to do certain stretching exercises to off-the-shelf orthotics. They also do the custom orthotics. So with a custom orthotic, they take a plaster mold of your foot 
and uh, they build and they, it's a, they build a reverse mold from that, and then they design the orthotics. So the orthotics are done off-site at a lab um, in here in locally, and then we can do all the adjustments and everything in our mini lab. So it works out very well. We have um, Sandra, who is very fluent in French, which helps out for anybody that's uh, requiring would rather speak French. And we also have Graham, who is very fluent in sign language. So we have a nice community of people that like to visit for that reason. And uh, then I have 14 other staff that I have three bracers myself who do all the bracing and compression, uh, Sandy and uh, Alex. And then we have the, the floor staff who do the front store in our office. So um, it's built up from, in the last five years from three staff to 14. So we're, we're growing quite a bit. We moved into our, our new location on Baker Drive, which is phenomenal. But we're also part of a whole team. So Dr. Fletcher owns... Medicine in Motion, which is part of, uh, we have four sports medicine specialists right now. There's a physio clinic right attached to us, as well as Woods and McDonald, which is a small rehab training center for people who have medical conditions like osteoarthritis or whatever. They don't want to go into a private or public uh, gym setting, so they take specialized uh, strengthening from him. So that's really a whole approach to... Uh, orthopedic issues in any way. That's right. So From it's back like pain one to stop. foot pain and everything in between, varicose veins and all that. So that is a wonderful approach and I love that you do that. Let's talk a little bit more about why people would need, say, let's start with the orthotics. Why would people need orthotics and what benefit does it offer them? I know they will cushion the foot. And I know you have a machine that takes pressure points from the feet. I have been in your store and it's amazing. I've never seen something like it. And it really shows you how you stand on your feet. What do you do with that information? Well, what we do with it is decide the, um, the I-Step machine. It definitely measures your pressure points. It sort of gives us an idea of whether you have any major issues, especially if you're looking for shoes, um, whether or not you would benefit from orthotics. So then they go to the pedorthus, and the pedorthus mm -hmm. actually watches them walk. So the orthotics are made for different reasons, like you could have flat feet, high arches. A lot of people, they pronate, which means they roll to the inside. And after a number of years, a lot of people will, especially females who have worn heels for years, they end up with bunions and other mm -hmm. conditions that the orthotics are made to take the pressure off those sore areas mm -hmm. and support the arch and cup the heel or whatever it is that they require to make the foot more stable and neutral in the shoe. Um, it also helps even with alignment of the knees. A lot of people will have knee issues, so they come in and find out it's actually their feet that are causing those issues. So they'll, they may come in, which is what makes us unique. Um, they may come in with a prescription for a knee brace or think they need a knee brace, and in actual fact, it's their feet. So because we have everyone right there on site, we can refer right through as a team and decide what's the best plan of action. Hmm, that is really interesting. I know as a dermatologist in Germany, I've seen a lot of people with plantar warts and sometimes they are not willing to undergo surgery and just want to get the pressure off. So there's orthotics for that too? 
Pretty much, because that would be like a pressure point similar mm -hmm. to a corn or anything um, that people don't want to put pressure on. So they actually start walking differently, mm. which can cause all kinds of issues. So, yes, there definitely the orthotics can help if they're not going to have any surgery or have mm. it removed or anything mm -hmm. like that. Then we would build like a little dip in the orthotic to take the pressure off. Yeah, that can really be a big help for foot pain of any kind. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about plantar fasciitis. We hear a lot of it, especially from younger people, and often the reason is unclear. What do you think is the cause and what can we really do about it? Um, plantar fasciitis is very similar to a... It's almost like tennis elbow if you've ever heard of it. It's almost like an overuse injury a lot of the times. Like sometimes people will maybe decide they want to start walking and instead of warming up, they just go do it. First thing that they're doing it without doing any warm up or they haven't done it for a long time, um, then they, they can cause micro tears in their plantar fascia. So it can be caused from many different reasons. It can be caused from bad shoes. It be, can be caused from years of not walking properly that all of a sudden it'll flare up. But mm. basically the plantar fascia is a, a, a band that goes from your heel to the ball of your foot. It what forms your arch. So if that isn't working properly and it gets overstretched, it starts to micro tear at the heel and then it gets inflamed and it is extremely painful. Mm -hmm. So basically what we always suggest is there's a lot of different ways you can approach it. So in the very beginning when you first get it, it's possible you just need an off-the-shelf insole and a good pair of shoes. Like for whatever it is that's caused it. I mean, it could be that you started running or you did something that's very different. Um, but whatever's flared it up, you need to get it settled down. So then once you get it settled, if it settles that easily, that's great. But if not, then you need to come in and get the assessment and get the orthotics. But the orthotics aren't going to help if you don't do everything. So there's always like stretching exercises that you can do uh, to keep the plantar fascia stretched out. There's a way of holding, uh, there's night splints, they're called. There's a way of holding the foot at 90 degrees at night because at night your foot drops down. The plantar fascia shrinks up. And then when you go to step down in the morning, it nearly kills you because your plantar fascia is cold and it's been, it's been contracted all night. And then all of a sudden, bang, you're putting a lot of stress on it and those micro tears start happening all over again. So if you can keep that stretched out at night, you won't have that. And then there's other things you can have like um, laser and physio. There's all kinds of different things that you can do, but you need to do it as a treatment plan and not just introduce like one little one thing and think that that's going to be the ultimate solution. It should go away in two weeks, especially if you haven't come into us and you've had it for like six months. Yes. So the longer you wait, the harder it is to get rid of. And I heard about that a lot, and many people actually uh, Google it and say, oh, I just have to stretch my foot in the mornings. <clears throat> that won't alone take care of it. Not all the time, no, not mm. for sure if mm. it's advanced. Another real common uh, problem not to do with the feet but with the knees is our osteoarthritis. Mm. So that's as common almost as plantar fasciitis, people who have osteoarthritis of the knee. Um, we have a really successful program in that. Uh, basically, what we do is we uh, we run a 30-day trial program where you can come in for um, an assessment. And if you have, most people have medial OA, which means it's on the inside of their knee. So we have braces that will unload the joint. And we have two that we trial. 
One is a two-hinged one, and one is a one-hinged one, and they both do the same thing, but it's all about the comfort level and compliance of the yeah, patient. Yeah. So you can try it for a week, take it home, try it for a week, come back, try the other one, and we run you through a whole 30-day program where there's no money outlay. So basically, a lot of people's biggest fear with coming in and trying a brace is the fact that they feel like they're going to be pressured into buying something they're not going to wear. Yeah, and um, then they don't wear it after a few times. They say, oh, it falls down on my leg and I, I don't right. want to wear it. And so with your program, they experience the benefits and they see that it's not that hard to wear and they actually do wear it. Yeah, so the Amazing. pain relief is huge. <clears throat> like if they have pain relief from that... Uh -huh. Um, then they're thinking, well, I'm definitely going to be wearing this because oh, yes. um, I'm more active. It gets the weight back down off them. A lot of people who wait for surgery, um, they have a, you know, it's a big deal for them. Yes, so, it definitely um, is. They're the told that terrible. they have to be more mm. active and they can't get more active because mm. of the pain level. Yes. So that's what we're, our goal is, is to make them more active. And sometimes it's not just that they want to get more active, but it's also that The, the pain relief has to be there because some people might be able to avoid surgery. That is the, a lot of people can't, they don't, they can't have surgery for whatever reason, their health condition, um, whatever reason, they're not a candidate. Some people are too young for it. Uh, there's a very strict guidelines uh, that the surgeons go through whether or not they are a candidate for uh -huh. surgery. Uh -huh. So they need to do everything they can to stay strong Uh, stay fit, have the leg as fit as possible so that when they are assessed by the surgeon, they're going to have a successful outcome. That is a wonderful point to uh, bring us to the end of our first part of the recording here on 97.5 CREOEFM. Please tune in after the commercial break for more with Jennifer Estabrooks. Welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and I am happy to be with today's guest, Jennifer Esterbrox, General Manager and Co-Owner of Salts in Motion and Dartmouth. In the first half of the show, we were talking about the feet, plantar fasciitis, orthotics, and a little bit about osteoarthritis. And I think we should mention that you do the assessments and you do also house assessments. Now, how much does it cost for the clients to come in and get those? So there's no charge for any of our assessments. So you can come in and make an appointment to have an assessment um, if you think you want to try on a brace or uh, if you want a mini assessment by the podorthist on your feet to see if you require orthotics or what they recommend. Um, and we do home visits for those people who can't get out to us in HRM, and there is no charge for that either. Wow, that is wonderful. I think that is very important to know for the people so they know they can go in your store, look around, buy a pair of shoes. And by the way, what kind of shoes do you sell? Well, we sell everything from 
uh, casual to business to the athletic shoes and the walking shoes. Uh, we have a couple medical lines that are very therapeutic as well. So our shoes range in price and and most all of our shoes come in widths. So what's very important to us is the width of the shoe. A lot of people today, they go to stores that don't offer that, and therefore they get into too narrow a shoe. They, it feels comfortable in the store, and the minute they get it home and start walking in it, it's not. So we like to measure the feet the old-fashioned way with the Brannock device. Um, then we put them on the eye step to see their pressure points, and then we show them the shoes that they're looking for mm. and what would fit their foot. So if somebody has problems, not really problems, but only problems if they wear the cheap shoes like Walmart $20 shoes. And many people buy them because they're convenient and when they're wearing them, it's not that big a deal. But they get problems with their feet. So what kind of shoes would be for those people that maybe want a pair of good shoes that fit well and support their feet, but they're not ready for orthotics? Well, if they, they may never need orthotics. They may just need something, a good shoe with cushioning, or they can even get, like, there's neutral shoes, especially in our athletic. Um, I could tell you a little story. I had a lady come in. Uh, she had a prescription for a knee brace. And when she came in, I asked her how long she'd been wearing the shoes she had on. She said, oh, about three months. And I said, and how long have you had the knee problem? And she looked at me, and you could just, like, see the light go on. She was like, three months. She goes, are you telling me that the shoes are the problem? And I said, well, have you always worn a stability shoe, which is a shoe with a big post on the inside of it that holds your arch up, but it also will push your legs to the outside, If and you may not need that. So anyway, um, I said, I'm not really sure you need ortho uh, a brace. I said, I think what you need is a neutral shoe. And uh, she had no idea she was in a stability shoe. She had bought them on sale at a tent sale when she was down the States. And she really had no idea what that even was. So we put her in a neutral shoe and I made her appointment for three weeks later. And she came back and she said she hadn't had any problem since. So, you know, it's really important that people know what they're buying. The shoes look great on the wall. And yeah, they might be a really good cost, but it doesn't mean they have the technology or the amount of hours that goes into designing the more expensive shoe. And so basically, you know, you just want a good, healthy shoe so that you never have issues, that you never have issues with your knees caused by shoes or with your feet. If you have good, healthy feet, you want to keep them that way. Yes, and I know that feet problem can even go up to your back and further up the spine. So it's always good to have the right shoes for your feet and your body. So that's good to know. And I know uh, when I was in Germany, I was a phlebologist. I dealt a lot with leg vein diseases. And I know you offer compression, stockings, pantyhoses. Talk a little bit about what you do for those people that uh, maybe don't want a surgery for their leg veins or are not candidates for surgery but need a little support, their legs are swelling. What can they do? So we do a lot with the compression socks. Uh, so the highest volume is in the knee highs, which helps with the edema in the ankles. And people can have that for many reasons. Um, they could have it from an injury uh, and even a sprained ankle. If it's taking a long time, if you put a compression sock on, the highest compression is at the ankle. So it drives the, it increases the circulation. It stops the, the uh, swelling from pooling in the ankle and it helps with the healing process. Some 
people just wear them for when they're traveling because they have a lot of issues. Other people have serious varicose veins. And people with varicose veins, a lot of them, they don't want to wear them all the time. And what I say to them is, men especially, they'll say, well, I wear shorts, I go golfing, I don't want to wear them while I'm golfing. And I'm like, well, okay, don't wear them when you're golfing. But if you're wearing them all the other time, you're still doing yourself some favor. So the ultimate, yes, the <laughs> ultimate is that they should be wearing them every day. But if they can come in and wear them for five days out of the week when they're working, when nobody sees them, if that's the problem, then that's fine. Then don't wear them on the weekend. But, you know, for the most part, people, once they have them on, the compression makes them feel so good that they don't they don't mind. It's like anything else. Once you've, once you've tried it and you realize that it's actually helping, it's stopping other brain uh, oh. veins breaking down, um, I don't understand why anybody would not want to wear them. I agree. And it's, it's also very important. They come in different thicknesses. They come in different colors and different designs nowadays. It's amazing. And it's also important to note that they are preventing diseases. For example, I always, when I fly, I always wear compression stockings to prevent the traveler's uh, embolism that many people get. Well, not that many, but it happens a lot that after they come from a long haul flight, they have a leg vein thrombosis that goes in their lungs. Yes, exactly. And people have died from that, and they don't know it can be prevented with compression stockings and moving your feet around. That's right. And I mean, I know it is a good thing for people to get up. They'll say like every 15 minutes in an airplane, get up. That's pretty much impossible. Yes. You're lucky you're right. if you have leg room, let alone be able to get out of the chair. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, at least if you have the compression on, it will stop the swelling. I've heard many people say, well, I don't dare take my shoes off because I won't get them back on. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that should be wearing the compression socks. Exactly. And they do come in. Like a lot of people are very saying, oh, my grandmother used to wear them and they're these old rubber things. Well, nowadays you can get tie dye, you can get all the different materials like Seal Island cotton and um, they have performance socks for runners now that have a, a calf release panel so the calf muscles don't cramp. So there's so many different varieties out now. They've come so far forward in the fashion industry part of it um, that most people wouldn't even know you had them on. I agree. Yeah, yeah. You think it's a fashionable sock. That's so right. It can be a fashion statement. How do you know, uh, rule out that people have arterial problems, arterial uh, problems with their circulation in their legs? Because it's important. People that have uh, trouble with their arteries, with their arteries, have clogged arteries in their legs. They can't wear compression stockings. So, what do you do to rule that out? Is it in your store or your coworkers or who does it? Who does the compression? Mm -hmm. No, who does uh, who holds it out that they have uh, problems with their arterial circulation? Mostly it's all done through a doctor. So mm. basically most times they come with a prescription. However, if we're fitting the shoes mm. and we see that because it's very visible, um, if they have varicose veins or a lot of the time we have a lot of problem fitting the shoes because the ankles are li literally coming out over top of the shoe and they come in and they're wearing shoes three mm. times too big for them because just because of the swelling. So those mm. are people that we like to work with. Yes. Um, if we think they have any kind of heart condition or anything like that, we always tell them 
we need to get the doctor to sign off on mm-hmm. it to see if, if it, you know, it would be a good fit for them. Um, and there's a lot of, like, the elderly people that can't get down to get them on. So even though they should be wearing a high compression, even if they're wearing a lower compression, it, it's better than nothing. Um, it, we have to work with how they can get it on. That's even with a brace. Like, you ha- the client has to be able to put it on and off. Mm-hmm. It's no good to sell them something that they go home and they cannot use unless I'm there to put it on, which I'm not. So, uh, (laughs) you know, they have to be able either to put it on themselves or they have somebody that helps them. Right. So you have to work with that material. So there is definitely a denser material, higher compressions, and possibly that's what they would be prescribed. But if they can't put that on, they normally will contact the doctor and say, look, it's it's an issue of of them putting it on and off. We're going to start with the lower compression Mm. and possibly work up. Yeah. So, you know, that's also like an, uh, a good idea because a lot of the time they won't come in to get the prescription filled because they're mm. afraid they're not going to get be able to use the product. Yeah. And sometimes when you see somebody with a big lymphedema, they, they might have to bandage first for a while and get lymph drainage to get the swelling down and then wear compression for the rest of their life to keep it down. Right. So that's important too, and and of course you would recognize that. Right, so we always refer out to that. We always refer them back to the hospital, Mm. to the vascular clinic, Mm. Um, and then when they're ready to come back to us, they do. Uh, So that's always an option. Like We try to watch for all of that so that we can sort of recognize it and make sure sometimes people don't recognize that they have a condition. Yeah, I know, and uh, sometimes it really can be helped, and they think, oh, I have tried everything and nothing can be done. There's always something that can be done, and I'm glad that you have that integrated store where you look at all those things, send them back to the doctor if needed, or give them the additional physical therapy if they're in pain. So that is really very good business concept and i truly enjoyed talking to you today thank you for coming on the show jennifer you're very welcome and i will be certainly over at your store (laughs) get the next pair of shoes and uh, this brings me to the end of today's show thank you so very much and please for our listeners don't hesitate to contact me with any questions thoughts comments or suggestions or if you'd like to contact jennifer or uh, get more information about how to find the store. It's in Baker Drive in Dartmouth. My email here is christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E at communityradio.ca and if you would like to contact Jennifer, I'll be happy to forward the email to her. I'm always grateful for feedback and I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Jim Francis. Thank you, Jim. And you might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run, non-profit radio station. And we even have an art gallery. If you're local and you'd like to drop in, we are at 11 Glendale Avenue, Lower Sacra, Nova Scotia. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOEFM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.